Hello, I'm Ingrid Booth from the Investec Digital Content Team. Welcome to another Investec Focus Radio podcast. One of the most popular podcasts we hosted recently was on the topic of the future of work. Recorded at the 2018 Singularity U South Africa Summit, that podcast featured speakers at the summit and other experts on the subject, looking at the biggest challenges happening in the traditional workplace right now and how we're all going to be working in the very near future. James Manika from McKinsey & Company in San Francisco pointed out that the biggest evolution happening today is that AI is mechanizing thought. We're now also automating what feel like cognitive tasks, what feel like thinking tasks, what we used to call knowledge work. Ramez Nam from Singularity University emphasized that in many respects, the future is already here. In every industry, you see disruptive companies coming in. If you look at the the list of unicorns around the world, billion-dollar startups, there's more and more every year, and they're in every industry. They're in healthcare, they're in transportation, they're in manufacturing, they're in media, they're in communications, any industry you can name. They're in food, they're in travel, and they're all mostly digital companies that are revolutionizing those industries. So you might think that in your industry you're safe, that there's no way that digital technology or exponential technology is going to disrupt you. But I'll tell you, people in uh, food thought that. People in taxis thought there's no way they would be disrupted by cell phones. But of course they have been. So you might be too. And one of the biggest discussion topics was the impact of the so-called gig economy on the traditional corporate structure. When we start thinking about capability, and capability becomes detached from an individual, and it becomes a commodity that's moving around in a free-flowing environment, and people cluster together in sensible ways and then uncluster and reconnect in various gigs to deliver a very agile value chain, which is loosely coordinated by a leadership function which tries to coordinate it without too much management control, but enough to manage the risk in a very, very fluid environment. That's the future world. That was Investec's global head of organization development and human resources, Mark Kahn. Mark is a chartered business coach, a clinical psychologist, and the author of Coaching on the Axis, Working with Complexity in Business and Executive Coaching. His vision of the future of work was so fascinating that we asked him back in to get into it a bit more. Nice to be here. Thanks for having me back. Uh, Given all the crazy stuff I said last time, I wasn't sure you'd take me back. This time, I want to kick off the discussion by talking about productivity. Most people seem to be available to the office 24-7 on their phones. Is this now what is expected from corporations? What happens to employees' work-life balance? So with the digital age has come the immediacy of communication and the possibility of being able to respond instantaneously and formally, actually, to almost anything. And since you have a mobile phone, smartphone with you most of the time, most active working people have got a smartphone in the world and they have it with them all the time and they're almost always on. The speed of, the expectation of speed of response has changed and that has affected our experience of time. So what does that mean? That means that Actually, it's about sequencing and ordering. That is really what life is about today. It's about where are you in the sequence and ordering of the the environment of relationships that you're in. And I think that's my point, is that we've moved away from this idea that time is about sort of on and off, 
start time, end time, clock in, clock, that's all gone. And what we now have is a permanent flow of, of transactional information in the workplace. And it's about just using common sense to manage it and carve out your time and contract around it in a tailored way for every situation using a kind of reasonable frontal lobe cortex brain function, you know. That's interesting, Mark. So you, you're basically saying that it, it's more about value than time that employees need to deliver. So do you see them dropping work hours in contracts in the future? I do. Simple answer is yes. I think the idea of a start time and an end time, I think that that time for that time is probably already passed. And we all don't work like that. If you, if, you, if you intend to get anywhere in the workplace today in any company and you want to work like that, you're probably not going to get anywhere. I think everyone knows that. And yet we still have it in there because there's sort of labor law and employment law we use in the UK that kind of protects people. I get what you're saying about the solution being employees, you know, knowing how to be better organized and how to prioritize. But I think people really struggle with that. I know I do. What role does a company have in supporting its staff to figure out and deal with all these external stimuli that you talk about and actually, you know, help them to make thought-out business decisions? So I think that the organizations have for a very long time, many decades, spent time uh, teaching their staff how to best serve clients, customers, and how to best relate to each other. That kind of learning has, is well, you know, is well utilized for decades now. But what we don't do is we don't say, so let's make it practical. In the digital age, we kind of expect you to interact using the various digital channels in the following manner. Um, and here are some really good tips on how to sequence, prioritize, and organize your communication between yourself and, and colleagues and clients. We, we aren't teaching that. Mark, I read a recent study from Harvard on how open plan offices are the killer of collaboration. So basically, they studied two Fortune 500 companies who were switching to open plan offices, and then they compared how their employees interacted before and after in their new space. The main finding was that as the physical walls came down, so did the number of interactions between co-workers. The stats were quite interesting. They said that face-to-face -face time decreased by up to 70%, but emails and text messages shot up to 50%. So, Mark, what are your thoughts about office design for the way we work now and the way we're going to work in the future? I've read that article. I was a little surprised to read the research, even though it seemed um, valid to me. But I was a little surprised, and I have thought about it a bit. They're saying, oh, the interactions have reduced, but they haven't introduced. They've just transported it themselves into the digital interaction. And that's what we, I believe we are seeing. We are seeing that the workplace is, has, there's the virtual workplace and then there's the physical workplace. And the virtual workplace has become so, so prominent, so profound, so present that physical proximity is no longer as relevant as it once was for interaction. And the rules have changed. And yes, there's downside to that and upside to that because I don't think it's right or wrong. I think it's an evolutionary step. So I think, again, physical workplace ergonomics has now got to account for the digital, call it digital workplace economic, ergonomics, and physical workplace ergonomics need to be thought about in a single employee value proposition consideration. And again, I don't think we're doing that. And that research, I think, uncovered that people are communicating digitally even when there's no 
walls around between them physically. I don't think that's because we should go back to putting walls up, then they'll interact more. No, I think they'll interact even less. What can companies do then to get sort of face-to-face interactions? Are they going to be putting up things like privacy pods and, you know, quiet spaces for staff to interact instead of just emailing each other? Yes. I mean, again, I've got a slightly perhaps controversial view on the, the sort of the Google workspace metaphor, because that's really what everyone goes back to. I think the truth is it's about creating a comfortable human environment and that you don't need to allocate spaces with labels on them to say, here's a meeting space. I think you just make a comfortable environment with lots of place to sit and meet, some areas which are more private than others, and you just create this optionality in your environment that's very comfortable. And human beings working in the environment will self-organize and utilize it in a sensible way. And you don't need to sort of create these special spaces. Um, I think we, we, we again controlling the behavioral regulation of, of, of people interaction by sort of us making assumptions about that. Like let's have um, four cubicles here which people can sit quietly and work in. And why do we need four and not seven or two and we do some analysis around that. I think it's a little bit over-engineered. Um, I think what happens is you make the space and you see how people use it and then you let people reorganize it as they're using it. And the more flexibility you can put into the space, the better and people will reorganize repeatedly as the task change, the nature of the people change. So I would say that the governing principle to me is about self-regulation and returning self-regulation as much as possible to the people themselves who work in that space and giving them the ability to change the space all the time in sensible ways. And if you do that, I think you're going to get a maximum outcome because we actually don't know what the right ergonomic, perfect ergonomic is, more than maximum flexibility, maximum comfort. So, Mark, just to sum up, we've spoken about a number of things today. We've discussed, uh, you know, contracts without working hours, new kinds of workspaces, and different ideas about how and where and when we work. In our last podcast, you gave us a fascinating insight into the future of work about the gig economy and how companies are going to be contracting people in left, right, and center. And now today, we've discussed how time is such a scarce commodity in an increasingly digitized world. As a parting shot, what is your advice for employees? The first sort of underlying piece of the paradigm that I have is I, 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 I realize, let go. The demand on me, the amount of transactions, the information flow, what's going on, is much greater than I could possibly ever get my head around and control and say, ah, oh, I can breathe today because I'm on top of everything. Let go of ever having that moment again for the rest of your life. You will never, ever be on top of everything ever again. You probably actually weren't in the past when you thought you were, because that was really an illusion anyway. But just let go, okay? So, axiom number one, you're not in control, and you can never be totally in control. All right, therefore, point number two, what do you do? Since you cannot control everything around you, you can't know everything, you can't respond to everything, you can't be on top of everything. What do you do? Well, what you do is you surf. I think of it as surfing, which is that you can't control the sea, you can't control the waves. But, and every now and then you're gonna get dumped, but you can learn to surf in the rhythm of your life and start to see all this transactional stuff 
that's going on around you in this information flow as a sort of rhythm of the waves of the sea and try to find a rhythm with it that allows you not to get dumped that often by the wave and surf on the wave and then try to enjoy it, actually enjoy the rhythm of, of this interaction and relax into it a little bit, which requires trust. Trust that it's going to be okay. You know, it's okay to make a mistake. It's okay to miss something. It's okay not to know something. You can't be everywhere at once. You can't, you know, this, uh, what do you call it? Fear of missing out, FOMO. Well, FOMO, you are going to miss out. Try to relax in, into the chaos of the rhythm and see that it isn't a chaos. There is an order that's hidden in there and it orders itself and you respond to it. It's the same as the self-regulation thing. Instead of controlling our environment, give people the ability to self-regulate, that is a kind of flow, a responsiveness to the flow. And that's the new paradigm of, of the modern world. It fits into mindfulness practice. It fits into sort of modern ideas about what happiness really is. It gets rid of the work-life balance pie chart rubbish. Make a pie chart, how much time allocation, it's just rubbish. And it says, you know, happiness in life will be where you don't have to control the world around you, but you can ride with it. Um, and I think then you actually do better work that way as well. So that would be my... My philosophical, yeah. not, not that I find myself uh, 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 being able to pull that off on a daily basis. So if, if there's any suggestion that I somehow personally <laughs> am able to do this, that wave is often dumping me. <laughs> Thank you so much, Mark. It's always great speaking to you. I feel like I've had a free psychology lesson today. I think most of us are feeling overwhelmed by the amount of information and work coming our way. It's really about prioritizing and organizing and each individual finding their own way and their own flow and how they work with it. It's not one size fits all. And that's it for this series on the future of work. Thank you for listening. And I hope you'll join us again next time on Investec Focus Radio. Be sure to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. The views expressed are those of the contributors at the time of publication and do not necessarily represent the views of the firm and should not be taken as advice or recommendation. Investec Specialist Bank, a division of Investec Bank Limited, is a registered credit provider.